0: Submit your faith story or prayer request today at jennifer-jackson.org. You're listening to Simply for Women.
1: Yes, you are. I'm Jennifer Jackson, and you have been listening to Simply for Women. And today is an exciting day because I have a special guest here in the studio, Rachel Patton. Say hello, Rachel. Good morning. I am so excited that she is here with us. She is a friend. She's also been a mentor to me. We have served the Lord together, and she's like a sister, mother. I'm, I'm not quite sure exactly. I think I'm both. <laughs> I think you have like five hats in my life <laughs> that you wear, and you wear very well. I love them all. Yes, and it's it's been a good ride with the Lord. Yes. I've known Rachel for 22 years now. That's amazing. Unbelievable. A long time, but it went really, really fast. And so I wanted you all to hear her story. It is powerful. There are so many people involved in your story. And so why don't you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your background?
0: Well, Jen, thanks for having me. I am excited to be here. And I treasure our friendship, however you want to describe it. I treasure it. Um, I'm I'm a wife. I'm a mother. I'm a grandmother. I'm a sister. I'm an aunt. I'm a niece. I'm all of those things. Mm. I'm a God-fearing woman. Uh, I'm a member of the church next door, and I have attended that church for all of our married life. Um, I have one daughter. I have two granddaughters, Mm. and uh, we live here in Westerville.
1: That is so good. (laughs) You know, God is so faithful.
0: Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I grew up, Jen, I said I'm a sister. I am one of 17 children. I am the 15th of 17th from the same mother and father, uh, no double births. So, um, but we grew up in a very loving Christian household, and I'm so thankful for that.
1: 17 kids. We just need to stop and say, you know, how amazing Miss Rife was. 17 yes, she pregnancies. was. In more ways
0: than one. Yeah. My husband, Dan, is just amazed at my mother. Yeah, of course, my mother passed in 1979, but mm. there's not a day passed that we don't talk about my mom and the things she did for us. Yeah.
1: What a role model.
0: What a role model she was. And, you know, if I could make a point to our audience, it would be, What an impression that has made on all of us and uh, continues to make. My mom prayed for us. She prayed for our children, and she prayed for our grandchildren. Um, My mom would iron all night. Mm. My dad was a barber and wore white shirts to work, and it took one a day. And that was before we had this nice percale that you didn't have to iron. And there were many times when my mom would iron all night Mm. and sing to the Lord, but she felt like I'm ironing out the wrinkles of life. And uh, just loved it and was ready to go the next morning. Started packing those 12 lunches lined up on the Mm -hmm. kitchen table.
1: Yeah, (laughs) that's incredible. You know, we talk about simply for women and sometimes we think, oh, my title is just mom or or sister or wife. But no, that's important in that role. Holds so much value for so many people.
0: Oh, and Jen, it just goes on and on. Mm-hmm. We think about the things that mom, mom did for us when when she didn't have a lot. But, um, you know, she sewed our clothes. We had a garden that the rows of corn were so long you couldn't see from one end to the other. But my dad also played a big part in our life. He was the breadwinner, mm-hmm. and he never... He never strayed from my mom's side. They were a couple. You know, we talk about the king and queen today Mm. and how they were together for 70 years. Yes. My mom and dad weren't together quite that long, but we did celebrate their 50th wedding anniversary, Mm. and uh, they were just a great pair together. Um, We went to church every Sunday morning, and my dad thought that Sunday morning church was a little bit too frou-frou for him. (laughs) so he stayed home and my dad usually had lunch ready when we got home but my dad went to church every sunday night mm. and you know they wore suits and ties wow. uh, back then and um they carried me to church i remember my youngest sister wasn't born and they would go on sunday nights <laughs> and i would fall asleep during the service but when the service was over i would pretend to still be asleep so my dad would carry me home oh. and we walked we walked it was probably a couple of miles And my mom carried my youngest brother, and my dad carried me. And uh, that was our surroundings. That's what we grew up in. And so it just makes such an impression. If I could give a message to young mothers out there, if you think what you're doing doesn't impress your children, let me tell you, it does. They watch everything. They watch every move, and they interpret it. They watch every move, Mm
1: yeah, yeah. And to live in a, was it a small town?
0: Oh, very small town. Here you go, folks. <laughs> Crab Orchard, West Virginia, a suburb of Beckley, West Virginia, very small. But we went to the church that um, my dad's parents started. It's the mm. Crab Orchard Baptist Church that was started by my dad's parents. And it's still there, a very active church today. I grew up in the coal town in West Virginia, mm. and my dad was a barber to support us. But it was actually in the in the heyday, a very active, um, thriving little community And money was plentiful when the mines were operating. And it's a beautiful church still with stained glass windows Mm. and all. But uh, I was married there, met my husband in college and was married there. And uh, we still attend when we go back to visit to Beckley.
1: It is a beautiful town with the mountains and the, oh, oh, it's just gorgeous. In
0: the heart of West Virginia, yeah. Of course, we're all scattered now. Um, We're all over the place. But my family still gets together. We'll get together this Fourth of July and it's and it's that bond between us that our parents instilled
1: how um, do you think they did that
0: well they lived it they mm. lived it um my dad was so excited when my older brothers and sisters would come home from college he was kind of like a child and his children were coming home and so that passed down to mm. us i remember waiting on the 4th of july For my older brothers and sisters to come home, I thought it would never come. Mm. And, of course, we know now the years just flow by, but I thought the 4th of July would never come. And our older brothers and sisters, again, I'm 15th of 17th, they (laughs) loved us. I mean, they just, our parents loved us and they loved us. And it was just, we were happy to see them and they were happy to see us.
1: So you said love. Is that what you felt? Is that what it felt like to be in a home where there was a mom and a dad and all these siblings, you I mean, know, what did it feel like?
0: It felt included. It felt. It did feel loved, but you were a part of it. I mean, nobody felt left out. I mean, we played games, and a bigger one took a younger one. Uh, we took walk. We took hikes. But the bigger ones, I remember walking with my sister who had a paper route, and I had my hand in her jeans pocket to <laughs> keep up. Now, can you imagine walking those hills of West Virginia with the little one having their hand in your jeans pocket? Oh. But she took me every day with her if I wanted to go. So, And she's still, that's my sister Vivian, you know, and she's yes. still alive. And she's the middle. She's absolutely the middle. And uh, so she took care of the older ones and she took care of the younger ones. She's
1: that yeah. glue stuck in the middle.
0: That glue stuck in the middle. So yeah. they
1: must have instilled in you a sense of taking care of one another. Oh, yes. We're on the same team.
0: We're on the same team, absolutely. And I think that's why today... Um, we're anxious to get back together. You know, COVID kept us apart last Mm -hmm. year, and we're all just really excited that this year we can get together as a family. And um, there's a special bond there. But, again, the message to young mothers is your children are watching. Mm -hmm. Take them to church. Expose them Mm -hmm. to these things, and it'll stick. It'll stick.
1: And there is a value in the family and the home and the things that we learn, even as a young child. What did, what did they teach you?
0: Jen, we ate dinner together every night. Wow. The dining room table would seat 10, and at sometimes <laughs> there was more than 10 of us at home, but we pulled chairs up and around, mm-hmm. and we waited until my dad walked home from the barbershop to have dinner, because that's when we talked about what had happened during the day. And uh, so we ate dinner together every night, which I think is so powerful, so powerful, because if you'll just slow down and just give your children a chance to talk, it's amazing what they'll tell you. Well, it's, it's the,
1: having dinner at the same time every night seems so simple, but it's so important.
0: So important, so important. And we waited for Daddy because he was the head of the household, and we didn't start without him. And You know, sometimes something funny would happen around the table and we would all kind of snicker. But he wanted us to be (laughs) polite and have Mm, manners. mm. It was just kind of amazing some of the things they instilled in us. That is where uh, you learn manners. That is where we learned manners, absolutely. Mm. And we passed the dishes around. And what did you eat? Oh, we had our own garden. I'm getting hungry, so I just want to hear about it. <laughs> we have today what we call menu A, which <laughs> is roast beef, mashed potatoes, green beans, corn, coleslaw, and then a slew of desserts. But all of those things came from our garden. And mm-hmm. um, sometimes we did have a cattle or or pork mm-hmm. for, but not too much as I as I was younger. But mm-hmm. we grew all of those vegetables. Oh. Um, yeah, we had a strawberry patch that was acres, and there's nothing like a good warm strawberry right from the garden. But uh, And yeah. what
1: about those cakes?
0: Oh, my goodness. My mom and I, before I went to school, made a yellow cake every day, and my family thought if the cake got cold, it was old. So we ate that cake while it was warm, sometimes with the frosting, <laughs> sometimes without, but... She knew we didn't have cake mix. She just whipped that up, and we made a cake every day, every day, yeah.
1: Did you pray over your dinner?
0: We did pray over our dinner. My mom usually led the Mm -hmm. prayer, not my dad, but, yes, we Mm -hmm. did pray over dinner, yes, yeah. We didn't normally pray over lunch. We were at school and at different places. I do remember in the mornings my mom packing lunches, and she literally packed a row of could have been eight Uh lunches,
1: And we know today we struggle to pack one lunch. Isn't that the truth? Yeah. She was a saint.
0: She was a saint. She was a saint.
1: Well, Mm. you know, you all have been listening to Simply for Women. We have Rachel Patton with us. And so I want you... To, to listen to the next show because we have so much more to talk about raising a family, being born in a family that had God at the center. It's so important. And this is to inspire you that you can simply do the same. It may look or feel a little bit different, but your home can also be a God-fearing home. And so rachel's here with us just to simply encourage us that we can do life with god with one another you've been listening to simply for women and if you want to know more go to jennifer-jackson.org that's jennifer-jackson.org and maybe you'll be on the show we'd love to hear from you
0: we hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith